Welcome to all visitors from across the universe. You are listening to Across the Universe, the Chicks with Accents podcast. Hola, I'm Sofia. I blog at Returning Videotapes from Portugal, and I will be your host for this episode. Joining me today are, as always, my fellow Chicks with Accents. They are Getter, who blogs at Metal Ray Movie Blog from Estonia. Hello, Getter. Hello. And Nick, who blogs at Being Norma Jean from India. Hello, Nick. Namaste. Because today we have a guest episode for you, Katie, who blogs at Oso oh Geeky from the US, is also with us. So, hi, Katie, how are you doing? Hi, girls, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, we, we've, we all love your blog, and I think we've all been longtime readers. So, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about when you started blogging. Um, whatever you want to say about yourself too, what do you blog about, why, anything really. Uh, I've been blogging about, oh Lord, uh, about five or six years now, mostly about film. And over the past year or so, pop culture, I guess you can call it, fandoms, like TV shows, books. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, you've just been at a... A convention, right? Yeah, I just scored a press pass at a convention here in Orlando, Florida, Megacon. It was pretty, pretty epic. But uh, it's been my fourth time with a press pass, so I got used. I've gotten used to it a little bit, but pretty exciting stuff. Great! You have a post out, so everyone can read about your experience of, uh, at this Megacon, right? Oh, yes, I have. I uh, just posted yesterday my experience of seeing Jeff Goldblum at a panel. Whoa. It was pretty yeah. wild. <laughs> uh, everything you you think about him or uh, know about him, it, it all comes at you in person. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the pretty... most charming man on earth, I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was so funny and uh, so eccentric, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was pretty great. I've been I've been covering MegaCon lately on my on my blog. I'm almost done with those with those posts. So good. All right. Well then, uh, we'll be right back with our special guest questionnaire right after this trailer from a fellow member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. In a world where podcasts already seem to address every imaginable subject, one man broke new ground with a seemingly random obsession about exploding helicopters in movies. He was a podcaster on the edge, 
a maverick broadcaster who played by his own rules. Now, he has a last chance to talk about the strange way helicopters exploding film. Exploding helicopter, available on iTunes and Podomatic now. Think you know about chopper fireballs? Think again. Okay, so we're back, and as you know, this is a guest episode, so we've got our usual questionnaire, and since Katie is a first-time guest on our podcast, she's going to get the usual basic questions that we've had for four years now, I think. (laughs) Um, So, Katie, first question is, what was your first favorite movie? There were so many movies to choose from, uh, but my heart goes to uh, Chicago with Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Musicals aren't a huge popular genre for a lot of people, but I, I love them mostly because I grew up watching all of the classic Hollywood musicals with Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers and Judy Garland. So to see a modern one when I was like 13, maybe 14, even though it was set in the 1920s, uh, my mind was just blown. I loved it so much. Uh, <laughs> Chicago was the first was the first big one I saw in theaters, and I saw it so many times. I committed all the song and dance scenes to memory, and so I'd have to say Chicago is probably my first big favorite movie yeah well, i love chicago <laughs> same same good yeah. awesome okay and what is a movie over the fortnight so a movie you've seen in the past two weeks that you kind of want to share with us i just saw love simon i don't know if you guys have... <laughs> i just saw i was completely blown away i don't know why my expectations weren't so high i took a long time to see it and i was so happy that my theater held on to it for the longest time it was like three or four months i just saw it and i haven't read the book yet but oh my gosh the story was just it got to my heart it was so good Um, yeah i just i thought it was so sweet and funny and heartbreaking i loved the cast and the soundtrack it was really refreshing in a lot of ways. A lot of young adult movies haven't done that well at the box office for a while. So it was nice to see a young adult movie outside of Lady Bird get mm-hmm. good reception by critics. And it's a wonderful romance movie. I don't I don't think we've had a lot of like really heartfelt rom-coms or dramedies in a while at least newer ones um released in theaters we're not going to count 50 shades um at all (laughs) Uh, and um i felt like simon's story even if it's him coming of age it's it's super romantic for him to try to figure out his feelings um being gay and who he is and fall in love for the first time so that's definitely my top favorites for the year i think Great. Well, Getter is obviously... Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's actually a story. It's supposed to come out on the 15th, but they're showing a screening every day this week. Uh, like one time, so I'm going tomorrow at 5. Uh, I want to watch it, too. Oh, I'm so ready. I read the it book was, like twice now. 
It was like, do you do any of you watch Riverdale? No, not the that was that was like an episode like dedicated to them going and watching Love Simon, which I thought was the weirdest thing. <laughs> but like, because you know, like, why would you sort of spoil? I mean, they didn't spoil it, but they could have potentially spoiled a brand new movie in a an episode of a TV show. But yeah, it looks really nice, and I do want to watch it. <laughs> But it's been out since March. Like it's not yeah, that yeah, yeah. like year they, but, they will not they are not going to release Love Simon in India, please. Okay, anyway. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, question number three, Katie, what is your favorite foreign film? My favorite foreign film is Shall We Dance? It's such a small movie, but it's so beautiful. There was a remake in 2004 with Jennifer Lopez and Richard Gere, which we we won't touch. Um, I <laughs> my favorite is is the original set in Japan. Uh, it was made in 1996. Um, it's about a businessman and a husband who just works 24/7, totally run down, always going to work, coming home, barely seeing his wife and daughter, and on a train ride home one night he's attracted to a dance teacher that he sees in the window of a studio and when he stops one night to meet with the dancer we're supposed to think that he will have an affair with her you know this is Mm -hmm. what he needs in his life at the moment kind of like a midlife crisis but it's actually him and the other people in the class becoming happier through dancing and expressing themselves which isn't um it's more considered taboo ballroom dancing especially in japanese culture so it's the heart the performances are so heartfelt and it's such a lovely story uh and at the japanese version of the academy awards it won like 14 of them so it's it's right. a pretty it was a pretty big movie when it came out so if you guys see it ever on netflix i highly highly recommend it it's it's a good one mm-hmm. well i've i've seen the remake and i kind of oh, like seen it the remake <laughs> i i got confused i thought you're talking about strictly ballroom for some reason which is in english so i don't know why i thought i mean it's just australian so i got excited but i didn't even know this was like it was a remake so now i'm interested I had no idea. I I knew. I don't know if I actually knew through your blog. I don't know if you ever wrote about it, uh, Katie. But I, yeah, I think I wrote a review about it on on Oso oh Geeky. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'll definitely check it out because, like I said, I do I do like the Richard Gere version. <laughs> <laughs> so if that one is better, I'll just you know I'll love it for sure. Um. Okay, and what is your favorite female character? Well, this one wasn't too hard, and I I think it might be pretty obvious from my blog, but Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that probably comes as, as a surprise to anybody uh, <laughs> who reads, reads Oh So Geeky. I write so many posts about her. Um, but I, I'm going to say both live action versions of her even the animated version that carrie russell did the voice for uh and of course the comic book version um i love linda carter uh her version on tv which i don't think gets enough credit uh it's very kitsch 
it can't escape the 1970s with the corny special effects and stuff. But she's so smart and funny and fierce, adorable. Um, and then, of course, Gal's version is so powerful in theaters. I'd always wanted to see Diana have her own movie, and I just cried <laughs> from beginning to end. My sister was like, you're going to flood the theater. And I was like, ah, it's just... <laughs> I've been wanting to see this since I was eight years old. Um, she is just, there's so many layers to her. Uh, she listens to her own heart. She's a little stubborn and naive, but determined and empathetic. And she's a great leader, but she's willing to listen to others and learn from them. And uh, on a bad day, I just ask myself, what would Wonder Woman do? And I usually find the answer pretty quickly. So, <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Wonder Woman. I mean, at least I've loved the sh- movie. I don't, I haven't seen much of her other stuff. It's just sad. I feel like I should. Yeah, same. All right, that's it for our guest questionnaire. We will be right back with our main discussion. I don't think I said what this episode was going to be about, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But our main discussion coming right after is about um, our most anticipated summer blockbusters. So there you go. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back with our main discussion on our most anticipated summer blockbusters coming to cinemas this year. Um, Katie, since you're our guest, you go first. So what are some of the movies that you're most excited about to watch this summer? I'm, there's a lot of them, Uh, but the first one that comes to mind uh, is Hotel Artemis. Have oh. you guys seen the tra- the trailer to this one? Oh, the 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 one about like the hitman or something. Yeah, with Brown. Yeah, yeah, set in the future with uh with Jodie Foster and Sterling K. Brown, Batista, Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. The, the trailer is really wild. It's yeah, set in the future with criminals hiding out in a hospital that acts as a safe house. And it just looks like a really original, wild idea. Um, I was wondering who wrote and directed it. When I looked it up, I found out it was Drew Pierce who created the initial story for the last Mission Impossible movie. Ooh. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's interesting. 
that's good. It has some like cool chick in it as well, doesn't it? It has Sophie Butella. I think it has someone else who I like. It was this trailer and some other trailer. The other one was Venom. I wasn't like into it, and then I saw Jenny Slater. I'm like now I'm into it. Oh, and there's someone like of that caliber in this. I feel that I saw her or him, and I'm like yeah. Well, I I actually missed that that one that movie. I don't I didn't know about it. No. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds interesting. I mean, future. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> what else, Katie? Uh, Ocean's Eight. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be a big one, I think. Uh, I'm I'm more interested in the cast than I am the actual heist. Same. I don't know mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, but as soon as I saw Sarah Paulson, I was like, all right, well, you had me. And then you just you know, for me, Mindy Mindy Kaling. Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, like the cast just kept getting bigger and better, and I was like, all right, you don't have to sell me on the ice. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it was what I thought was number three, so it was my number th- three spot because it was earlier in my most anticipated movie of this year. But then I kind of know the reaction it's getting, but I don't really care uh, because for me, it's Kate Blanchett in those suits. No, oh, yeah. I need I need that in my life. And I think I really feel like you know any of the oceans movie. I think I don't think any of us saw it for the heist. We were just like it's it's George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Like that's what. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm a little worried. I mean, the last sort of revamping, remaking of the Ghostbusters was like not my favorite. So I'm afraid of like making male-oriented movies into female-oriented. Mm. I kind of I, I love that it's about the Met Gala. Like, it's so... Yeah, yeah I like it's... the... Like, I hope that they, like, deliver on all fronts, not just the cast and the costumes and... and well, yeah, yeah. fighting as well and, and the character development and everything. So I hope they don't lose that side of it. I did have, like, an honorable mention, but I think somebody's going to mention that movie, so I'm not going to do it. But I'm looking forward for Sicario, A Day in Soldado, which is the set the follow-up to Sicario that uh, in 2015, I think. And it comes out on June 29th. And um, it's written by Taylor Sheridan, who uh, also wrote uh, the first one and Wind River, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, and Hell or High Water. Uh, yeah, which, which I haven't seen yet, so I can't comment, but I've heard it's really good. It is, it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, although uh, I'm a little sad that Villeneuve won't be returning for this one as well, because I really liked his um, directing in the first movie, and it like added a lot to the action sequences and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new Italian director, uh, new to me, uh, Stefano Solina, is yeah. stepping in, and I'm like, I hope he does what what uh, Villeneuve did with the first one, where I mean it has like amazing action sequences, and I'm just really looking forward for Josh Brolin as well. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's because think, of Cable. Yeah, I think it's because of Cable. Because yeah. I I started to like I hated him after Infinity War, obviously, yeah, but then yeah. I saw Deadpool too, and I was like, mm, Josh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I f- it's so I don't know how to feel about this film, like yeah, 
I cuz Sicario for me as much as I like enjoyed Benicio del Toro's character mm, yes I think yeah. I think Emily Blunt was sort of like the heart of that film yes. yeah so I'm just like like eh cuz there are so many of those that's the thing like that's the thing I couldn't get into like narcos for that reason cuz I'm like I've seen so many like drug lord male films I'm just like kind of bored of that so mm. like that was what was interesting about sicario um mm-hmm. so i don't know like uh yeah i don't know i i think it it will be good but yeah. it's actually i was surprised when i heard there would be a sequel because i yeah. never right yeah. i never think exactly. that was the kind of movie yeah that would grant a sequel mm-hmm. okay give us another one oh another one oh cool um so since summer won't be over uh before in the end of september i'm going to go with yeah. the september movie um uh not sure how much of, uh, well i think it's a blockbuster worthy i think horror movies have become bigger and bigger over over the last few years which is mm-hmm. why i have been watching them more than ever um and i pick the nun which comes out on the 7th of uh, september also like kind of a sequel prequel kind of thing for the conjuring series um so the character is created by James Wan and i thought it was so um a little funny that um with the whole aquaman reshoot thing uh James Wan said that uh, the nun was kind of like an afterthought as well they had filmed the film already but he hadn't had added the nun yet and it was such a powerful moment in conjuring 2 Mm, so yeah. I'm very excited to see what happens and I'm really happy that Vera Vermiga's little sister is going to play the lead part in that one. It's like, "Welcome to the family. You're going to look <laughs> like your old sister in a movie that's like predates the Conjuring series." So, we'll see. Yeah. I do. really like Dice Vermiga. Yeah, she has like like a very appealing Yeah. Yeah. How do you say? Personality. I okay. like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited for this one too. I mean not I mean okay, Conjuring is kind of hit or miss with me for with the 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 sequels and everything, but I think the nun will be terrifying if yeah. you know because yeah. I did find it so horrifying in the in the Conjuring 2 that yeah. yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this and I love this this universe of the country no matter faults in this or that movie i i just i really like the the all the stories so yes very yeah. much looking forward and we've got quite a few horror films coming yeah. actually uh, i would mention uh something that i'm not like looking forward to but i'm still kind of curious to see how it will like pan out and it's mm. the mamma mia sequel yeah <laughs> yes cuz like <laughs> that's I, Sophia's number one <laughs> that, totally. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like I'm not sure about it, but I'm still gonna see it. Like that's kind of like my yeah. anticipation with it. I I'm very sure about it. I'm very <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, your uh, enthusiasm. <laughs> but I'm very afraid of. I don't know what what I'm afraid of though. Why? What? Why? Do you think the stakes are high? Like what? <laughs> What do you no, because I haven't watched I haven't watched a lot of musicals at all. Like I haven't seen La La Land. I haven't seen The Greatest Showman. And the last musical I remember watching was In- Into the Woods, which I hated. Mm. So yeah. I'm like I'm in a like a musical dry spell. 
or so, so to say. Did, did you finally watch La La Land? No. Okay. Oh man. Good. <laughs> well, you can't really compare. Like, yeah. it's yeah. You don't have that much in common. <laughs> but like, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's a, fine. I'm but did you see the original? The original, the first one. Yeah, no, the original. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually have seen uh, like a stage performance of of it as well in here in Estonia. So. Oh. Yeah, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> I, I, they, they actually they came here too. Um, which I'm so sad that we missed it, but we weren't here at the time. Um, but yeah, they came to to reenact yeah. Mamma Mia and do all the songs. But um, because it is a, a, a theater piece first yeah. before it was a movie. Yeah. You know, I'm very excited about this, especially because Cher is in it, which I just think will add like an amazing voice to it. And I, I really like Cher. So I'm a fan. <laughs> I think I she fits into our in, in the trailer come out at the end. I was like, what? Cher. I know. Okay. <laughs> she's going to play the grandmother. It's going to be like yeah. badass. <laughs> it will. But didn't you, I, for a second there, I thought it could be Lady Gaga. <laughs> 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 kind of looked like her. Yeah, but no, it's Cher. So I'm excited. I think they, they are going to take it back, right, to the... Um, it's a different story. It's 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 of I can't even remember her name, but it's Meryl Streep's character as a young girl. <laughs> Sophie's Donna? mother. Donna. I... Yes, yeah, Donna. of course. Yeah. Donna. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be different actors, but uh, I think as we've mentioned, I really like Lily James. Yeah. So um, I think she fits, and it should be fun. If everyone is back, even for just a little bit, I think it's going to be fun. I don't know the musics that they'll the songs that they'll use because a lot of hits were used already but if they managed to fit everything into the narrative i think that was kind of a fun thing that they did in how the songs fit into into the story pretty mm -hmm. nicely mm -hmm. so yeah super excited mm -hmm. so this is coming on the 20th of july mm -hmm. yay okay nick okay so i have the other one that I thought, I actually had two number threes because I was pretty confused. Um, so the other one I, I'm really excited about, I don't really know, like I'm just excited about the cast and it's Crazy Rich Asians. Because yeah. I love Constance Wu and I cannot like, I mean, whatever I find the movie, I mean, the movie looks pretty predictable from the trailer, to be mm -hmm. honest. But I just mm. want to see Constance Wu and Michelle Yeoh like share the same screen space. Like I think that will be fucking awesome. So that is that is where I'm at. Like I just I just want that. I just want to see that. And I, I yeah. And I love like Constance Wu should be in, like everything. So that is the thing. I'm very much looking forward to that too. Yeah. <laughs> just because it looks so fun. It does. It does. It looks really cool and fun. And the other. Another one that I wanted to talk about, which I know this is definitely like not in any of your lists because it's a Bollywood film, um, mm -hmm. is this movie called Sanju. So there's my one of my favorite Indian directors. I don't know if you guys heard of it. His name is Three. Uh, he's made this movie called Three Idiots, which is I think pretty high in the IMDb top mm -hmm. 250 list. And he's I think a few of his other movies are also there. So he makes like really funny, like the closest I can think in world cinema that comes to like the kind of movies he makes is like something like Pixar 
because his movies are really entertaining but they have like a uh, social like in his movie that's more like a social message usually but you know they have like a deeper meaning behind them but they're super entertaining hmm. and um and like not like in a stupid like a lot of bollywood movies are entertaining in like a dumb way like an actual like smart funny way um and so he usually makes movies like that like he's made movies about gandhi he's made movies about the different sort of religions in india he's made movies about the sort of uh yeah the the like a like the broken education system in india but all of them are also like hilarious like there's mm-hmm. so he i think he like balances that tone like not always like perfect but like really well so i super enjoy his films and he he got he gained prominence because he um acted with this he directed this actor whose name is sanjay dat so like the first two movies that he made was with sanjay dat and that also brought, sort of brought sanjay dat back to like prominence like those the movies that he made with this director so this movie is about the life of sanjay dat so it's called sanju because he's mm-hmm. like lived like the super wild life like he he was the son, he's the son he was the son of this like big bollywood movie star so he was like you know into drugs and he was like he was like uh he lived lived on the streets apparently at one point he's apparently slept with like thousands of women or something i don't know whatever like that's what the trailer shows i didn't know that about him but he's had like a really wild life and he was like imprisoned for a while so and you know like and like people thought that he had like some terrorist things going on so he's had like the most insane life so it's like a sort of like an i'm not there type of mm-hmm. like treatment about this guy's life mm-hmm. about this actor's life and he's being played by this other actor ranbir kapoor who's really who's i mean ranbir kapoor is like very hit and miss but i think he does good with these like sort of emotional yet funny roles so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see that so like it's going to be like it's mo- ma- mainly because of the director but like you know like he he tries to like show things that no one else in indian cinema is currently showing so i really like i love that so i'm excited the trailer was like really wild it had poop in it which i was not expecting okay well uh so well like i said i think there are a couple i don't these are not like truly blockbusters but we're kind of being um a little flexible with the with the term um because i think besides the nun like i said i think there are a few horror movies coming that might be interesting um the first one is coming this week actually this coming week uh and it's hereditary yes. oh, yeah yeah <sighs> that looks a wild looks, it looks so good a24 is kind of it's the one studio that i think when i see it i'm like oh yes yes you know me and uh and it's directed by Ari Aster i don't know what she he huh ari could be in, i don't know <laughs> uh did i don't think uh anything cuz uh, that i that i know of because i would have noted it uh but it stars tony collette and and it just looks so good it looks like a really just terrifying and kind of well developed story that i'm i'm so looking forward to it mm. so looking forward and um and the second one let me check it's yes it comes at 
I don't I don't see any other premiere dates, but at least in the US it's August 31st and it's The Little Stranger. Did you hear about that one? I haven't heard about that one. No. Well, it's um the synopsis is really big, but <laughs> but um yeah, but it's basically like a doctor. Yeah, it's a doctor who is called to... It's based on the on the novel, again, by Sarah Waters, Fingersmith, which resulted in The Handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, yeah. but it, it, So it's a doctor who goes to this house. He's called to this house. This is 1947. And, um, and then, you know, there's a family who's haunted by something, and then he discovers that he's connected to it as well. Um, so it's kind of this family haunted house thing but the director Lenny Abrahamson he did Room and he did Frank the Room I mean Room and Frank (laughs) (laughs) and uh (laughs) and the the writer Lucinda Coxon she did um the Danish girl she wrote the Danish girl so and it stars Don Dom Hall Dom Hall Gleason (laughs) sorry (laughs) I suck with names today and uh, Ruth Wilson and Charlotte Ooh. Rambling. So this is like that's a good this cast. Is really good. Yeah, like, this is going to be good. Like Ruth Wilson There's... and Charlotte Rambling can just like stare each other to death or something. Like I yeah. stare <laughs> each other to death. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no trailer yet, which is mm. um, kind of odd. But yeah, we'll see. We hope they they stick with this with this date because um, I'm I'm yeah. I think this is going to be actually really, really good. Yeah. Then there's another one. I don't know if you if you heard the house with the clock in its walls. It's Eli Roth. The, yeah, Eli, yeah. I saw the trailer. It looks interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Eric Kripke. He he wrote for Supernatural. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he he wrote this. So I don't know, but it, it kind of if it were any other like crew, like director and writers and then stars because it's Kate Blanchett and it's Jack Black. If it were any other, if these people weren't involved, I don't know if I'd be interested mm-hmm. because I'm yeah. not really into, you know, like fantasy, horror. It kind of looks like an odd mix and Jack Black is just, mm. I don't know. We'll see. It's, um, very, it's very modern Tim Burton-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The only, I, I mean, I love Supernatural and I always praise Eric Kripp for having like a solid idea for the entire five seasons um, when he was on as the writer. But the only movie by him I've seen is Boogeyman. And it was like a kind of a mix Ooh. of horror and comedy. Yeah. So I remember I wasn't scared, but I was like laughing most of the time. Uh, yeah. so I'm not sure if it was atten- intentional for it to be funny. But I kind of like that humor side to the horror that he does with uh, Supernatural as well. So, I mean, Jack Black, I'm not surprised now. <laughs> yeah, well, in light of that, yeah. Yeah, he uses I guess humor not. a lot. Yeah, We'll see. I haven't heard of it, but I will definitely want to see it. It's not the trailer. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. It doesn't look scary, no. It looks no. like just... Yeah, like it's it almost ve- like an adventure for it's kids. Like Scary ve- adventure kids. Ve- it looks like dark shadows to me. Hmm. Not not so funny, maybe. And <laughs> maybe. ridiculous. But it's I like mean dark I black, thought it was so. <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know. The tone the tone of the trailer is kind of odd. Um but have you seen even Katie, have you seen anything by Eli Roth? Like he did 
knock knock i want to say i did that I don't think I've seen anything by Eli Roth except one of the trailers that came for Grindhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think he did it's, Don't, maybe, for the... So, yeah, the jump. I just It's the one where the girl is jumping. Oh, the Thanksgiving mm, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's as much as I saw of of Eli Roth. Which, yeah. So, for him to come out with this Adventurous Kids movie i was like well that's kind of out of left field but um it looked a little bit like tim burton um Mm -hmm. i I remember getting the trailer maybe before a quiet place or something so that was that was off it was a kid's movie before a horror film um (laughs) but it looks fun Uh, i think like you said if it didn't have the cast Kate Blanchett and Jack Black. I don't know if it would yeah. grab as much attention. Um, yeah. But it, it definitely looks interesting. I, I saw it and I kind of went, "Hmm, that might be, uh, that might be fun." It also reminded me, maybe because it was Jack Black, of Goosebumps, which I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet. But the live action Goosebumps, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, it's a mix of horror, a mix of adventure fantasy it's definitely an interesting concept for especially for kids so Mm -hmm. if it's if it's actually for kids i mean it is eli roth so i'll have to (laughs) i've I've seen hemlock the first season of hemlock grove which he made and that was the worst that was literally the one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life oh yeah yeah just remembered anyway (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it back to Katie for a second. Give Mm -hmm. us another movie, Katie. I think we... uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Uh, I've seen the trailer with uh, Mila Kunis and and Kate McKinnon. It Mm -hmm. comes out in August, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's directed in... And directed and written by a woman, Susanna Fogel. So uh, I was like, oh, okay, right away there's going to be an action movie written and directed by a woman. I'm there. Uh, And then the trailer looked super funny of of Mila Kunis' character with the ex-boyfriend showing up in her life and turns Mm -hmm. out to be a CIA agent. And I'm so used to Kate McKinnon being with uh, the cast of SNL. some reason that I was like, oh wow, Mila, Mila and Kate doing a movie. That looks hysterical. So definitely the spy who jumped me. It'll be a fun way to wrap up the yeah. summer summer movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I that was the, the film I thought you would bring, Nick. Yeah, it has like to be Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> like I saw the trailer and um and then I'm like, Ooh, and he has short hair. So that is what yes, yes. and yeah, like I'm. Ex- I mean, obviously, like Kate McKinnon. I think Kate McKinnon, like, instantly, like she was the best part of Ghostbusters. She was the best part of Rough Night. So, like, that is obviously there. Like, she's a comic genius, mm-hmm. but like also Sam Hewen is an added benefit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. I'm very much looking for. It looks super fun. I and I, yeah, I've been loving Kate McKinnon and Milo Kunis. I think is going to be. Pretty hilarious too. Yeah. Um, okay, Nick, one more. Okay, so one more for me, like which was technically my number one, 
was uh, The Incredibles 2. Mm, yes, yes. It's forever, hashtag forever, Pixar fan girl. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I was I was skeptic. I am still skeptical. Like, they, apart from Toy Story, they haven't had the best success in, like, sequels. Even though I did love, I did really like Monsters University, to be fair. Um, but I just, you know, like, I think maybe of all their movies, even though the ending was perfect of The Incredibles, like, of all the movies, this one seemed like the most obvious choice for a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, because it is like, I mean, that's like the thing, like, you make a superhero movie, you have sequels, that's just the way it goes. So, and it's like, genuinely one of the best superhero movies ever. So, and I, I love the fact that this is like about Mr. Incredible giving it up for like Elastigirl who as I've like grown up like I have realized that she is the hero of the Incredibles like it's her her character is like the complete like anchor point of everything happening in it and the soul and the heart of the film so I just I really really love that and like obviously the baby was like such a big like fun part of the first one so I guess like the baby is the focal point of this one so it will be it'll be I think it'll be really fun and yeah and I, I and I love Edna mode so I'm just I'm super excited about that one yeah yeah I saw a sneak peek to it um like the first 10 minutes the other day and uh it looked awesome. I sat there. I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to see that one. I'm so it jealous looked- of Americans. It's like, you don't even <laughs> see any of these things. Yeah. I have another one uh, before we get into the big ones. Mm. Um, I mean, we've had really good ones so far, but yeah. So there's another. It's not really like a blockbuster, but since we're featuring Sicario, there's the new Spike Lee film coming up. Uh, Black Klansman. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so excited about that one. <laughs> yeah. That one looks really fun. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's directed by Spike Lee, written by him, too, and David Rabinowitz, and I think more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it stars Adam Driver for fans, because mm-hmm. um, I know he has quite the following. Mm-hmm. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Topher Grace, Laura Harrier, etc. And I think it's could be it's a comedy. It's, I mean, I kind of when I started watching the trailer, I wasn't sure it's going to be a comedy when I saw the 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 name. But I guess Spike Lee does surprise. So uh, it looks sleek, like it looks very well made. I'm very excited for this, and it's coming August 10th in the U.S., August 24th in the U.K. Um, so, and I think you can always expect quality from Spike Lee. So I think we're good. Mm. Gather, do you have any other film like that you want to share before? I thought everybody was going to talk about it first, but it's, uh, oh. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're giving it to you. Cause you're like our big Marvel. <laughs> Me? Like, I thought Katie was going to have that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's holding on to it too. <laughs> on to it i was like oh well, i'll wait i had mission impossible and i was like ant-man and the wasp and <laughs> yeah well there there's gonna be one big one but ant-man and the wasp is gonna be like one of the other big ones but i feel like i'm not sure what it is but i feel like with infinity war the kind of excitement died in me a little like <gasps> like i was holding my breath the entire time before infinity war 
Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I'm done. And then there's yeah. another Marvel movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of months I know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's no pressure for Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's yeah. like, fine. <laughs> no one's going to die. <laughs> There's also that kind of like the pressure, like they're gonna have fun, and like half the half the other people are like dust and like whatever, and I'm like what? So mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not like the placement of the movie is weird, to me, but it's gonna be a fun summer movie. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. Paul Rudd. For I sure, mean, for sure. Yeah. I just uh, I just finished watching the finale of uh, I Zombies uh, fourth season, and they had Paul Rudd as a guest voice. Um, like he was, he was narrating like a documentary in the show, and then the bad guy was like, "Is that Paul Rudd?" And the other one was like, "I think so. That's a good get." And I was like, "That is a good get. Paul Rudd deserves to be near everything." <laughs> but yeah, like, oh, he's lovely. Very excited. Yeah, we're all we all are. I think right? I, I can hear the excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm excited too. I, I also really like Evangeline. Yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I miss her oh. in films. I don't know. Yeah, the, the second that she puts on the wasp costume and the yeah. sequel and her helmet snaps on, I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to kick <laughs> some butt. And yeah, so I'm so excited for Evangeline Lily. And I, I love her relationship with her dad. Yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful in the first one. And so to bring Janet into the second one, her mom, I'm like, oh, God, there's going to be so many heels. <gasps> Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. I was like, oh, wow, they got her. So. Yeah. Oh, I fo- yeah, like Catwoman is my favorite. Her performance of Catwoman is my favorite female performance of all time. Um, I do have one because I don't think anyone is looking forward to it. That's why no one mentioned it. Um, Jurassic World, oh. Fallen Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> that was in your like least. Remember that I know, I know. Let me. Okay, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Allow me to explain. <laughs> so, first, the original Jurassic Park, which I know you may think would actually make you less excited for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, but it was on TV the other day and it just <laughs> kind of brought it all back. <laughs> so now I'm just like begging for, you know, something. And then I went to see uh, Han Solo, like the, the, his movie, mm-hmm. and the trailer went on, which again, it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't look good. Like it doesn't look bad either. Like it, look, it looks better than the first teaser um although they do like tell the whole film in the trailer it's like a huge trailer and at some point it turns into a horror film uh i don't know if you've seen the the longer trailer now any of you oh yeah i've seen it i i it started out it's pretty basic and then it went on and on and on i was like okay this turned into something more horror as slash action yeah yeah. You expected for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, <laughs> it was clear that they were going to. They're, they're trying to make everything bigger, right? So you know, they they got to. The, and this was what I mentioned in that episode. They got to the ridiculous point of having like dinosaur falling off a cliff. Yeah. Because like, what else are you going to do? They've done everything. <laughs> But now there's more because I really didn't know that it would, they were going to come to the, um, 
to the continent, you know, to, to the the world, mm-hmm. um, like in like in uh, Jurassic, uh, oh, what was the Lost World? World, yeah, yeah, where the dinosaurs come to the mainland, and uh, so they're doing that again. And there's this. If you haven't seen it, get it, Nick. So there's this clip, this scene where there's like a paw of the dinosaur, kind of looks like a like a Velociraptor or something, uh, coming over like a little. I think it's a little girl. I didn't even notice uh, that's sleeping on a bed, and you just see that like creepy thing with the ball, like you know, mm-hmm. like straight up horror, which is really confusing uh, for this film. But okay, so it looks ridiculous because like <laughs> the stupidest things feel like it's going to happen, but somehow I'm excited, so I'm gonna watch it this week. We'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Oh, because yeah, because it premieres. In the UK, it premieres this week, and here too. Uh, the US, you're gonna have to wait a little longer. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> for once, like for once. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I want to see it. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I know. I don't blame you. <laughs> if I'm gonna yeah. see it, I'm like I usually like have fun with movies that I don't enjoy, or like mm-hmm. sometimes movies that I don't expect nothing from surprise me. Like, mm. I went into Rough Night uh, thinking I would hate it, but I actually didn't. I was completely fine with it. And yeah. so it could happen. But it, it could. It probably won't, but could. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> There's still hope that it won't be that bad. That, yeah. It will be yeah. anyway. Maybe. Yeah. I did. I mean, I, I was, I think, the one that liked the jurassic world yeah no i hate it yeah yeah i know everybody hate it i'm just i'm really like (laughs) you don't need much money so much money for a movie everyone hated that's you 50 shades come on (laughs) no everybody hated it and it made so much money no but like we had horny people liked it so my god like what what's the heck what is it there's nothing yeah. sexy about that film. I would say I'm horny and didn't give me anything. Yeah. Okay, okay, get her. Because <laughs> she's like, get her, get riled up when we start talking about Fifty Shades. She's like, it's so she goes on in a feminist rant. <laughs> I, I do uh, like you. Yeah. You do, yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, well then, um, Katie, I'm going to give Katie the honor. Because she's our guest. We got to do it. <laughs> so, Katie, tell us, like, your number one, <laughs> which we all share. Yeah. Most, uh, the blockbuster that you're most excited for okay. this summer. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Mission <laughs> Impossible Fallout. That is going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I, I can't believe this is the sixth movie of the series. Like, I... I can't believe it's almost as long as it's getting up there with star wars yeah. like it took half the time of of star wars to be on uh, yeah, the sixth, yeah 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 <laughs> the sixth movie um but it it doesn't feel like a proper summer at the movies without tom cruise doing something yeah, act, yeah. acting crazy so i mean right away you just get you immediately feel like it's summer with Tom Cruise. Um, and I feel like he's so underrated in what he brings to 
the Mission Impossible series as mm-hmm. popular as it is. I mean, everything he works on from like the stunts and the story, the female characters are never one-sided, even if, you know, um, the missions are kind of the same. I kind of feel <laughs> like it's a little bit of a rehashing of Rogue Nation, only a little bit crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for Rebecca Ferguson, Angela cool. Bassett, uh, Michelle yeah. Monaghan. Yeah. I love seeing uh, Ving Rhames comes back from uh, the earlier ones. And Simon Pegg, of course. You gotta love Simon Pegg. And then, I mean, really, Henry Cavill. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> ever since Infinity War came out and, and Chris Evans kind of went off the map a little bit, Superman is on my radar again. Without With or without the mustache. I just think it all works. Um, especially him in that bathroom scene, punching the air. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> Reloading his arm. I'm planning on seeing that in like the biggest theater I can find. And... <laughs> so yeah, definitely Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I know you girls yeah. are, are looking forward to it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last like couple of ones I don't I I used to be like you know the, like the second one I was it was like a guilty pleasure because you know it's trashy but like it's awesome at the same time like all the mm-hmm. doves flying and stuff yeah and um but like I think fourth and fifth were really good one after the other so I'm excited and I love I loved I mean I'm excited for Henry Cavill obviously but I loved Rebecca Ferguson so much in the fifth one I think she's like I mean, even though there have been five, I think she's been the best part of all of them. Like, she's awesome. So, I'm really excited about that, too. Yeah, yeah there's a frame of her in, in the trailer where she's going into a log cabin and she's, like, snooping around, holding a gun. And I'm like, that's the poster of her own spy, yeah. spy movie. Rebecca Ferguson could totally, they could totally do a spinoff of her character from Rogue Nation if they, yeah. if they wanted yeah. to. Because she could... She could totally carry that. Yeah, she was. I think she was pregnant during filming of the Fallout. Exactly. Yeah, she's even more kick-ass in my eyes. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like, yeah, I'm very super excited. Like, there's, I, I'm like, you mentioned this, like the sixth movie, and I don't know like any big franchises except maybe of course Harry Potter, uh, where and and Marvel as well. But in like a sense where you get so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a new movie and yet you've like seen it every other summer pretty much <laughs> you know I, I I go a bit further because um, I I've been kind of out of the whole Mission Impossible thing for for a few years mm-hmm. and I just think that this film had just a, such great marketing surrounding it it's not just daddy and and Katie knew <laughs> that it made us like <laughs> excited. It's not just our little group. I think it's just there's a, there's a another level to this film. Um, I think they've really pushed it. Seems to it like on the sophistication, on the stunts, like you said. Like I just feel it either is a big step forward in that sense, or it's just like amazing marketing surrounding it. Uh, you know, making it believe that this is the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've never seen an action film like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, 
So, so because I'm really believing it, and I'm like Tom Cruise, yes, you know, like, and I, I've I've been out of it, so I feel like this time, this this Mission Impossible, it feels different, and the way it looks, it kind of looks like, like a Bond film, um, like a bit of a, just, I don't know, just the sleekness of it. I don't know it just looks really good. Um, with that cast and and I just think Tom Cruise is kind of yeah <laughs> back like as a god or something because suddenly um, they're bringing all these stories all these featurettes of of the stunts and I just I, I think they really put out like amazing material uh, for us to really get excited about uh, how this film was made um, which I think sometimes is missing a bit because that's always like an interesting thing. I think even for someone who's not like a hardcore film fan, knowing how movies are made, um, I remember, I don't buy DVDs anymore, but I remember they always came in the extras, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you know, they're, they're putting that out on YouTube and all that, mm -hmm. kind of divulging a lot more of the making off and um playing with that side of movie making especially in action films and especially in this one because the helicopters you know we've all seen the stunts and the thing of him um breaking his ankle you know <laughs> so it just i think all these things add a lot a lot of excitement for a film that um maybe didn't even need it because like you said mission impossible is is, in, is an institution by now so yeah, it is. um yeah and, and Tom Cruise as well. Uh, so, but I really appreciate that they seem to have, they seem to, and him in particular, because we, you've said it, Katie, how much he is involved in the making of these films. I appreciate that they keep trying to make it better and better and not just kind of settle back into the same old, same old. Yeah. I actually, I think I watched the interview uh, Tom Cruise did with Graham Norton yeah same uh, yeah learn to fly the helicopter for this film pretty much like it yeah. took him like like he has these ideas of these crazy stunts and they develop them over the years and mm -hmm. like for this stunt he kind of learned how to fly the helicopter so he can do it like and that's how, like sort of commitment that you like don't see as much and that's like he's like total fanboy of like stunts and stuff and he loves yeah. them himself and it kind of adds another layer like we will see that jump from that building to that ledge and we'll know <laughs> that he broke something for this film <laughs> like oh my god and yeah it's like I've, i kind of like want to see that passion in more actors and action actors mm -hmm. yes yes like, I, I know that, like, The Rock is really passionate about his fans and he loves to make movies, but he makes so many mm -hmm. that, that it's kind of like, like, keep calm and, and try to think of something awesome and, like, work on it like Tom Cruise does. I mean, The Mummy didn't work out, but, I mean, like, who cares? Mission Impossible <laughs> is, like, his baby, so he, he really works really hard to, and, and like, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I really want to watch the entire franchise before the movie comes out in August. Yeah. I was planning on that, too. I was like, okay, how many weeks do I have or how many days before yeah, it comes exactly. out? I'm definitely doing that. Yeah, because I didn't do it for Infinity War because there were too many movies. Yeah. But I feel like that's what I can do. <laughs> like, <laughs> good to be like, five movies, I can do that. But, yeah. yeah. 18, not so much. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true.
and Vanessa Kirby, uh, I think will also be like interesting to see from the crown. Princess yeah. Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see her like in something else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think she'll be a breakout, a breakout actress. If people don't know her from the crown, people yeah. will definitely see her kind of like mm -hmm. some of the bond girls like Eva Green and Casino Royale. If you yeah. weren't familiar with her European films, you saw her as Vesper and was like, oh, wow, she's really interesting. So, yeah, I definitely agree about Vanessa. She's going to be she looks pretty badass. She mm -hmm. looks like she looks like she scares Tom Cruise a little bit in the trailer because <laughs> she pulls some sort of knife from her stocking yeah, or yeah. something, and he's standing there like, and it's like, wow, she she scared Ethan Hunt like, <laughs> or at least yeah. stumped him. He's like, so even even the poster, you know, Ethan looks really scared in this movie. He's <laughs> 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 like, the stakes are high. Ethan is scared. We have to see it in cinema. <laughs> like he's so scared. But yeah, uh, very exciting. Uh, yeah, and you you can see this in uh, in July, right? Uh, twenty six, twenty seven, in the UK, USA, and then later for us, yes. Uh, no. Me, it's August second. Not too bad. Just a week later, not too bad. <laughs> no, my, mine is August tenth. Oh no, yeah, well. Two weeks could be worse. <coughs> You're still waiting for yeah, the Simon. Simon situation all over yeah. again, like months. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Are you gonna see it multiple times? I'm gonna try that already. Like, what if it's not good? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen anything like more than once this year? Out of clusters. Uh, you mean uh, like in the cinemas? Now? Yeah, in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been able to because my theater is just so far away. So if there's something that I want to see more than once, I have to like really schedule the time to go out and see it. Going to the movies is is more of an event <laughs> for me because <laughs> when it uh, usually we get preview evenings like a day before the official release. Yeah, yeah, we have. So yeah. my sister and I usually will make a night of it because it's right in a very touristy area of like a Starbucks and stores and um, but it's so far away if there I wanted to see a quiet place again um, mm -hmm. and a, infinity war black panther almost everything I wanted to see again but I kind of hang on to the first time that I saw <laughs> I saw it in theaters but hopefully summer will be a little easier and I'll if mission impossible isn't good I might just see it again for Henry Cavill. Uh, so there's always that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because I haven't seen anything twice this year yet. Last year, last year I watched Logan twice. I, hmm. I watched Deadpool do twice. Ah, did you? Like... What? Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Mm. It's super fun. That's why I went to rewatch it. I was like, I'm not gonna get bored. I know that. <laughs> I, so, I haven't seen it yet, so yeah, I really do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually rewatch films in the cinema because mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> but this year it's actually because there's movies every week. Like yeah. I feel like I don't have time to watch all the movies <laughs> that I want. Mm -hmm. You know, 
much less uh, kind of rewatch uh, some because you know you look at this lineup. I think this summer, I don't know why, but it, this year I think it's really packed mm-hmm. with films that I want to see in the cinemas. Like I don't want to see them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see Mission Impossible twice. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure when the bathroom scene happens, I won't yeah. <laughs> you wish You're going to wish you could pause it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could pause it. Okay, so that was it for our main discussion. Um, does anyone have any plugs today? Um, Katie, do you have one? Uh, on my blog, Oso Geeky, I've been covering Megacon. I have a, a post up of some amazing cosplay that I saw around the convention. Mm-hmm. I just posted some videos and a whole post of the legend Jeff Goldblum. And mm-hmm. I got to meet him, too, in an autograph signing. Uh, so I have a post about that. And upcoming, I'll be covering... Uh, panel that I saw a mini reunion of the X-Files cast and uh, the Doctor Who companion Catherine Tate. Ooh. So, those will be on my who, blog. Who was who there for the X-Files? Uh, Skinner. Uh, I, I mostly know the character's name. Uh, Mitch Pelegi, who played Skinner. Mm-hmm. Annabelle Gish, who mm-hmm. played Monica, and uh, William, who played Cigarette Smoking Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a supporting cast mini mini reunion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I might be seeing David Duchovny in the fall. He's going to be in the area for another convention. So, if anything, nice. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see Mulder. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. Uh, anyone else? Oh, well, if we're blogging posts, I could just plug my recent post on my blog. Uh, not so maybe recent, but um, uh, when this episode comes up. But uh, mm-hmm. I did uh, a TV show list post in over many years, I think. Uh, when I look back, I don't think I made any in 2017, so it's been a while. But I mention and talk about 10 shows I recently binge-watched on Netflix, so yeah. there's a lot lot to see and while we're talking about shows i watched killing eve and it yes was my- that is my plug too <laughs> <laughs> and nick takes over <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so i watched i binged killing eve because i read this one tweet i'll tell you why exactly i watched it i didn't even know it's written by pb waller bridge who i love like i loved yeah. fleabag hardcore um and uh, I just, I literally watched it because I saw this tweet which went like, Killing Eve does with clothes what Hannibal did with food. And I'm like, oh. I have to watch this. So, and I watched it and the first episode itself, I was hooked. And like, oh my God, if you've seen it, the finale is a thing of beauty. It's so yeah. good. It's like those finales, it, ugh, it's so good. It's, people try and make such finales and they fail and this has like an amazing finale. Um, yeah, so that is my my plug as well. And BTS, but this one too. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. I don't have a plug today, so. <laughs> but like your, yours made up for it. Uh, 
Okay, so uh, Katie, where where can we find you? Your blog, your social media? Uh, you can find me at osogeeky.com. That is my main film blog. I also have pottertalk.net, which is a Harry Potter uh, blog. And on social media for Twitter and Instagram, I am Katie Rochelle. Okay, and once again... Um, I'm Sophia. I blog at returningvideotapes.com and you can find me on Twitter under RVT blog. Okay, my name is Geta. <laughs> I blog at metagray.com and you can find me on Twitter at metagray. My name is Nick and my blog is beingnormagene.blogspot.com and you can find me on Twitter at nutcut underscore z. All our episodes are free to download and listen to on iTunes. Um, they're also on our blog across universepodcast.wordpress.com. So you can scroll through the archive and listen to them all there. Um, we also have a Facebook page that is facebook.com slash across universe podcast and an email should you want to contact us, um, which is across the universe podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to share your own summer blockbusters that you're most excited to watch uh, this year. New episodes go up every other week, so stay tuned for our next episode, which will be about Ocean's 8, of course. Um, and Katie, thank you so much for being with us. We loved having you here. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. It was so much fun. Yeah, you guys are my first podcast, so yay! Yay! <laughs> Yeah, and you—you'll definitely be back. I'm sure you was you were super fun having you. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying right now, you will be back. Oh, like, okay. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> it's a potential. Okay, so uh, I'll see you in two weeks. Until then, bye. 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 Slither while they pass, they slip away across the universe. Hoods of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing me. Jai Guru.